Hey everyone, welcome to the Daily Word. I'm really glad that you have, have joined me. And for our Daily Word, we're going into Matthew 5, and I want to share verses 43 to 48 with you. And, uh, and then let's, let's talk just for a bit about the fulfillment of the prophecy about the new covenant. Jesus says here, You have heard the law that says, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you're kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else. Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Now, one of the things that's important about this is that, that perfect really has the connotation of fulfillment, of completion, of the, the fulfillment of intention. And so Jesus, as we've been talking about here in Matthew 5, Jesus is pointing toward the fulfillment of the Old Testament, of the law and the prophets. And here we're, we're seeing that, that the fulfillment of Jeremiah 31, of the foretelling of the coming of this new covenant, where we would know God, we would know him personally. We, we all, anybody who would want to in Jesus would know God personally. But not only that, the scripture tells us that, that he would write his law on our hearts that we would actually become different people, that it wouldn't just be about a moral standard that we try to exert our, uh, our free will, exert our self-control in order to, to meet a sort, of, uh, a sort of a minimum standard, right? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not gonna kill anybody, right? That that's not, that's good, right? <laughs> right? That's good, but that's not the ultimate intention. That's not the ultimate fulfillment of the law. That the Lord is intending by his grace to do a work in us, a, a, a change, a transformation to make us into a new person from the inside out, to change our hearts and make us different. And so if you're reading this and you're thinking, my goodness, this is impossible. If you're thinking that, if you're you're thinking that, then you're feeling the full extent of the calling of Jesus. That is, you're feeling this calling to be perfect, to truly be different than the world. You notice he says, listen, if you love those who love you, it's not really different than what everybody's doing in the world. You're called to actually be different than that, that who we are, that what we are, in our natural self, in our own ability, our own inclinations would be transformed. And so if you're feeling that this is impossible, then you're, you're actually uh, getting at what is, I think, the, the driving force of this teaching of Jesus, and that is to, to drive us into the grace of God. First of all, to know that we, we aren't perfect and that we need his grace, that certainly we see in the scriptures that God's intention is that we would not sin. And yet the scripture also says, but if we do, then 
we, we have an advocate, right? We, we confess our sins, we repent of our sin, and, and we, are, we are forgiven, we are washed clean, and, and driven into God's grace in that way, but also, and I think this is the point that we, also, we often miss, driven into the grace of God, meaning the power of God exerted in our lives to transform us. That, that we cannot just simply by exerting uh, our self-control fulfill these words of Jesus. We, we cannot just naturally by exertion be these kinds of people. It takes the transforming work of God. Now, John Wesley, uh, he had as one of the central tenets of, of his ministry, his teaching, and therefore of the Methodist movement, uh, what, what he called Christian perfection or perfection in love. It was not about never making a mistake, but it was about becoming the sort of person that was driven not by the love of self, not by pride, not by the sinful desires of the flesh, but a person who is, who is led by the, the love of God, led by love of neighbor, that, that God truly transforms us inside out so that our lives look like they would if Jesus were living our lives, right? And, and I know there's been a lot of consternation about this. I can't be perfect, I can't that, but, but listen, clearly the, the goal that Jesus puts out before us for our discipleship is to know the fulfillment of the purposes of God in our lives. His goal is for us not to consider that our sin, our predilections, our uh, sort of inclinations, not to assume and believe that those are more powerful than the grace of God. The call of Jesus here is that we would assume that the grace of God is so powerful that would we would we partake in, in the means of grace, the ways that God would, would uh, open up that channel for the grace of God to work in us and to change us, that his grace is so powerful that he could actually, bit by bit, day by day, be drawing us closer and closer into the image of Christ. And friends, may that be our goal. But you are to be perfect even as you're Father in heaven is perfect. May we strive by the grace of God, employing all the means of grace that God has given us, strive to be true children of our heavenly Father, whose lives give, give uh, glory to God, whose lives in increasing measure reflect the goodness uh, of Jesus Christ. And we pray for that in his name. Amen. Amen. And friends, till we get a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that he would keep you.